And uh, the shoes came in and I'm like, let's just go try the whole outfit on together with shoes and dress and everything. And she put it on. And um, and again, you know, I'm not going to put blame on anything, but the straps were taken in a little bit too much, Mm. but they had cut them. So now we had a dress that just didn't fit right anymore. Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I'm your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for emailing in your questions. Uh, if you want to email the podcast, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, what's new, Lisa? What's going on with the family? This week, we had a prom for Sophia. Your first prom my ever. My first prom ever. Well, hosting my first prom right. ever, I should say. But let me tell you, prom has completely, diff- definitely changed since I went to prom. Uh, how many years ago now? Let's see. I want to say 20 <laughs> plus years. We'll 20-ish. leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a little you, over 10. Feels weird. Feels weird, right? Mm-hmm. But it was so much fun. I think I probably went above and beyond. Like, I just want everything to be perfect. And let me tell you something. Up till the last minute. Well, let, let's rewind. Let me tell okay. you what it what happened with my daughter's dress, dress drama. Oh, oh no. Don't and tell then me. And up to the prom. So this whole time, you know, we started looking for prom dresses, literally. I want to say maybe like six or eight weeks ago. The minute we found out there was actually going to be a prom. Right, Well, yeah. so maybe like six weeks ago because, you know, everything was up in the air with COVID. Who knows if we're going to have a prom or not. So as soon as we found out there was going to be a prom... We go dress shopping and she falls in love with this. You know, it was like a, I don't want to say fuchsia because it wasn't a fuchsia color, but it was like coral color. Coral. Let's leave it, it at coral. Pink. It was bright. Yeah. Which my daughter loves bright colors. And I have to tell you, because she's darker skinned, she does look really good in, in brighter yeah, colors. Yeah, she has a nice olive skin. Yeah. But, you know, between you and I and whoever's listening, the dress looked gorgeous on her. But I wanted her to have a little bit more like bling on it. Like, you know, I'm a blingy type of person. Oh, okay. All right. So and it was bright, but it not was bright, but there was nothing detail. on it. No okay. details. But it fit her like a glove. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So what I went out and did was I ordered her some really blingy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> to you dress know? it up, yeah. Yeah, I it. just I wanted I wanted some type of a stone on her somewhere or another. So uh when the shoes came in, so we had taken the dress to the seamstress because it needed a little bit of hemming. The straps needed to get lifted. When we took the dress to the seamstress, um, you know, she took it back home. And uh, the shoes came in. And I'm like, let's just go try the whole outfit on together with shoes and dress and everything. And she put it on. And, um, and again, you know, I'm not going to put blame on anything, but... The straps were taken in a little bit too much, mm. but they had cut them. So now we had a dress that just didn't fit right anymore. Oh, no. But you know what they say? Everything happens for a reason, right? right. Yeah. So thank God I called up um, a place that I know and the lady was wonderful. We went to her shop at seven o'clock at night that day and uh, 
Sophia started trying on dresses and there happened to be a dress there that a girl was coming in at the same time to try on for her prom from a different school. And, um, you know, the girl was trying it on and she didn't like it. She's like, it's too much stones for me. It's too blingy. And I'm (laughs) saying to myself, actually, the dress looks really damn gorgeous. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I didn't say nothing. I sat back. When the girl left, she never ended up taking the dress. I said to my daughter, I need you to put that dress on. Yeah, just try it on. Just try it on. Well, she tried it on and she fell in love. And it was beautiful. It was bright yellow color, which was gorgeous on her skin tone. And she just looked beautiful. And the shoes that I got her matched perfectly. Yeah, there you go. So everything happens for a reason. That That's the point. So now let's get to prom day. Now I'm watching the weather all week because I have like 70 kids at, coming to my house from prom 70? pictures. 70. Um, is that the whole class? It's pretty much the whole class, wow. yeah. See, our property is on a beautiful lake, so mm-hmm. the pictures would be magnificent. So we invited everyone. I, that day, was looking at the weather, and of course it says, you know, between 4 and 6 p.m., there's like 90 to 100% chance of thunderstorms. Yeah. And when I tell you it was the hottest day of the week, it was the hottest day of the week. It was hot, yeah. And so I'm like, please, God, please, God, you know, what do I do? I have balloon arches going up. I have two balloon arches going up, a huge 2021 sign with, you know, school colors in another area. And I'm saying to myself, I need to decorate inside the house, too, because if it really starts to downpour, Mm. I I need a plan B. I always have a plan B, no matter what. Well, you need to for pictures, prom pictures. You have to. You have to. It's a big deal. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we decorated outside. I even I even had ordered even more balloons from from uh, Party City than that they delivered to me that day because I wanted to line the whole driveway with the balloons. Oh, my gosh. And then I wanted to do my staircase with the balloons just in case they had to come inside to take pictures. I literally had balloons every corner of this property house everywhere. And, uh, you know, I had like a little buffet set up for the parents. I even I even ended up getting a bartender to serve the parents and drinks, you know, make everyone feel comfortable. That's truly above and beyond. Yeah, I, I got a photographer. I mean, that's that's nice. That's just convenient for everybody. You know, I just wanted it to be really, really special for them because I, I truly, when I tell you, I truly believe that her graduating class is such a good group of kids. I have to tell you, they really, really are. And well, and they all went through. A year of like everything being canceled, exactly. which is which just sucks, you know. Exactly. I was just happy for them that they were actually getting a prom, that life seemed somewhat normal, I guess you could say, and I wanted to make it extra special for them. And so we get to you know four o'clock, and it's, it's you know this starting to get people to come over prom pictures, and guess what? There was no rain. No rain. Oh, well, there you go. There was no rain for the whole time everyone was here. It's lucky. The minute everyone left, it was like almost seven. This dark cloud <laughs> just started <laughs> rolling in. But you know what, Erica? Still didn't rain. Really? Not yeah. at all? Not at I remember all. we had a rainy week. It like- was thundering. It was lightning. People were coming to my house saying, 
when we were on our way to your house, it was downpouring. Really? There was not one drop of rain over my home. Uh, that is lucky. So what did I do that night? Because I truly believe God answers my <laughs> prayers. Yeah. I said a prayer to him. I thanked him. And, uh, you know, kids had a great night. I was just going to say, that's exactly what my mom would have said. Should have been like, I prayed. See, he did us a favor. Listen, I believe that when, when I, you know, if I I talk to God, it, the way, that's the way I am. And there's most of the time he listens. <laughs> it's just my faith. Yeah. You can I mean, believe me or not. <laughs> well, I, I'm curious of like the prom details. Uh, do they do limos? Is it party buses? Like, So we had to make sure both here. Oh, wow. So each group, you know, everyone has, even though everyone is friends with everyone, they each have their segregated groups, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But everyone was invited. And, you know, everyone, this is what I like about their grade is everyone talks to everyone. Yeah. And like that. even nice. though they still have their closer group of friends, they're still friendly with everybody else. Right. Yeah. There's no like, don't invite that person. No, there's don't none of that. that person. Yeah. None of that. So the the groups all got together with their groups and who had a limo, who had a party bus. It, it, was, it was a combination of everything. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing about prom, right? You rent the party bus or the limo. No matter how big your group is, whatever. But it's still like you need the place to meet. Everyone to meet at the same time. Get on the bus at the same time. Because, well, my other question is, do they do, is their prom like dinner and the dance? Do they do dinner somewhere else? No, their prom is dinner and dance. Oh, wow. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where I grew up, I think it's partly because there's not as many like banquet halls that can kind of do everything. And the class sizes also are bigger. So we had to like get a restaurant. Like we'd have to find a restaurant to go. And I remember I had, we met at my one friend's house for pictures. She had like a beautiful front lawn mm-hmm. that was like nice and flat and long. So I was like, okay, we fit everyone. And we had, we ended up having three party buses. I I booked two and I remember they booked up and then some other group wanted to join with us. And I was like, my mom's going to kill me. Oh boy. If I put another party bus on her <laughs> credit card to like hunt people down to like pay for it. Yeah. So I remember being like, I got the party bus. I got my other friend, Anna, who's super organized. And I was like, she knew like a couple restaurants in town. I was like, if you could figure out what place wants has like a private room or something for like 60 kids or however many we were because it basically was like at that point it was like all right we need to like rent a private room so you you have to take care of the whole like prom thing the that whole part yeah and then basically and then the bus you we kind of need the bus because it's like it takes you to yeah. the dinner and then it takes you from the dinner to the dance and then after the dance it takes you um i forget what it did i think it went back to the high school and we all left like cars there to or no we brought stuff to change because our place does we do like an overnight it's called after prom party so like all our fundraising goes to like paying for the dance dj all that and then there's an after prom party that goes all night and it's like the gym the auditorium it's like we had a hypnotist one hour then like there's all these blow-up things there's like a bunch of food like it's kind of this all-night party and i think they started doing it to try to get kids to not go drink somewhere i know what you're talking because about because we get breathalyzed going into the we get breathalyzed going into prom and then into the after party really well it's yeah. funny because you whatever you just mentioned i actually had that in my high school and it was called project really? graduation but it wasn't after prom it was actually after graduation day okay so us growing up after prom but our prom was at like a catering hall where you did food yeah, and, and, and dinner and then, you know, everyone went down the shore. Well, I thought that is still like the trend around here. Kind of. Not depend. I think it depends on the school. Yeah. Um, 
I obviously was not allowed to go down the shore. <laughs> yeah, so I, I went home after prom. But um, the, there's different trends. Like, for instance, my daughter's school, they were kind of trying to rent a house in the Poconos. Um, I, I think it all depends on the school that you go to and what they want to do. I think it's a, it's a point of not really to go and party in the streets is more to party as a class yeah so it really doesn't matter where you go if that makes sense right but um yeah well the way they did it this year though is prom was the same week as um graduation oh really so yeah we'll get into that when we hit graduation but i kind of think they did that on purpose so nobody went far away (laughs) probably a little bit but, or maybe they just know. assumed because still with COVID restrictions that people wouldn't anyway. So it's kind of like That's true. knock it out in one week. That's or, true. I mean, when you think like family-wise, if you have family that come into out of town for graduation, they come a little early. They yeah. can see the prom and everyone dressed up. So it's kind of like you get both best it, of both worlds. Exactly. Exactly. But it, let's the bottom line, it was a great day, a great night. Everyone looked beautiful. My daughter had her blingy dress that I could only dream of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw pictures. I didn't think it was like crazy blingy. It wasn't. I thought it, it was a really nice dress. Wasn't. It was yeah. beautiful. She loved it. That's all that mattered. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, uh, this is something I noticed. And I wasn't sure if it was from looking through like your photos um, with like the groups of like the guys and the girls. But this is a trend I've noticed in men's fashion. And I'm curious if the boys, your, your daughter's prom did this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the suit... I guess it's very in style to have like a full three-piece suit or yeah. I guess maybe that's just because of prom. But the vest of the suit I've been noticing is not the same color as the rest of the suit. Really? But it's not like a high contrast either. So I think it was, I saw pictures from like my hometown, mm-hmm. the girl that lived down the street that was like kind of the like, whoops, baby, way later. She's like graduating this year. So oh I was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking through her pictures. Everyone's so pretty. And it's all these kids I used to like either babysit or like mm-hmm. do like skills basketball with um but i noticed all the boys had like off color suits no i have to be honest um i had a lot of boys here that day and their three-piece suits all were the same color yeah i've never seen it before yeah i've never seen that either i have to say sophia's prom date had a really really nice unique color um yeah i like this and it went so perfect with Sophia's dress. Like, they just meshed really good together. Yeah. And it wasn't even planned like that. Like, he just wanted that color just because that's he wanted to look a little different. Yeah. But it worked out so well with Sophia's color dress that it was just perfect. Yeah, it looked like a, um, what's it called? Is it called chambray? Yeah, like it was almost like, like baby blue, maybe, but it wasn't blue. baby blue. It was a light blue. It was a, it was a nice blue. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I thought it was really sharp. Yeah. And the bow tie. Which, yeah. It's not easy to pull off a bow tie. He pulls it off. He's a very handsome kid. Yeah, they looked really cute together, I have to say. Yeah. Well, it's nice. It's always exciting. That's mm-hmm. Especially, that's your only girl. It's, that's my only girl. You get the dress thing. Because they no don't more. have, for like formals, how many formals or like dress up dances do they typically have each year? Is it just prom? Just prom. Just prom. That's yeah. it, yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, the the limo trend originally was because back in the day you could drink at 18. So people would get limos because they'd be, like, drinking, and uh, so then no one was driving. Uh-huh. But, like, the trend has stayed. Because it is, you know, it's fun. A lot of people, it's your first time, like, in a limo or a party bus. Yep. Definitely. I don't hate it. But, all right, we got some questions for today. Uh, thank you guys again for emailing in. If you want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. 
All right, so this first one is called Respecting Privacy. Hi, Lisa and Erica. Love the podcast. It's so refreshing to hear your podcast talk about everyday real life and advice that is genuine. My question is to ask for help with a difficult circumstance at work. My best friend and former coworker of 10 years suffered the loss of her 18-year-old daughter in 2020. The cause of death has not been made public. I am still being asked to share the cause of death by our patients. I have tried several different approaches to explain that out of respect for my friend, I will not share any information, but I'm getting exhausted of people's curiosity to know. What should I do? Thank you again for your podcast. I look forward to listening every Monday. From Denise. Well, Denise, that's a for me, that's a pretty easy answer to a question. <laughs> you definitely have to respect your friend's privacy. Oh, for sure. I mean, 100%. And these people that are curious, like, get over it. Like, like, honestly, just, you know, say I'm sorry for your loss and feel bad for her that she lost a child because I can't even imagine the heartbreak that could be right there. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the cause of death. By you knowing the cause of death, is it going to change anything? No. <laughs> so, so tell these people, like, honestly, I'm respecting my friend's privacy. No offense to you. If you know the cause of death, is it going to change anything in your life or anyone else's life? No. So move on. Pay your respects and move on. Yeah. I mean, it's something like I think because of 2020, I would be assuming a lot of these people are probably being like, was it COVID? But it's like COVID or not. If COVID didn't exist, it's still like, look, if you're asking that question and someone's like, yeah, I'm not allowed to say, it's like, drop it. I mean, you shouldn't be asking the question anyway, exactly. but I understand. I wouldn't be asking the question. If it's not out there, it's because the the, the mother, the father, whoever it was does not want it to be out there. It's their prerogative. So get over it. Like, you know, gossip about something else. Find something else to talk about. Yeah. I know. It's just, it is hard when people keep getting on you, but I mean, I don't think it's hard for this person to keep the secret. I think they're just tired of people asking. Well, if it's the same person asking, then it's time she puts her foot down (laughs) and says, lady or gentleman, whoever it is, find something else to think about. I'm not, you know, going to say nothing. It's none of my business to say anything. It's not my, my, what's the word I'm trying to think here? It's not my place place to say say it. Um, If you really need to know that bad, go ask the mother then. Yeah. See what she says to you. Yeah, I was gonna say you could uh, you could say you are not le- you legally cannot disclose that information. <laughs> Sometimes that gets people really to like be like, oh, oh, sorry, you know. Yeah, you can say that too, but shame on people for, that keep asking. Like, come on, like this okay. is such a tragedy. Yeah, well, it's interesting because they said patients, so it's like if it is a patient, I don't know what type of patient, but it's like yeah, they probably feel like they have this relationship with you, or like you know whatever about their personal life. But like with patients, you're like, I can't tell anybody anything about my patient. That's literally, you know, a HIPAA violation. So I would just kind of approach it that way of like, yeah, legally, I'm not allowed to disclose any information. And you don't have to say sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Sometimes people have too much time on their hands. What can I tell you? Yeah. I mean, I get it, though, because sometimes people just don't know what to say. So they just think to ask questions. It's like when someone gets engaged. I learned from friends of just like, yeah, if someone gets engaged, just congratulate them. Don't suddenly be firing questions of like, uh, when's the wedding? And and, and how long are you going to like wait to get married? And, and do you guys want kids? They're like, we just got engaged. Oh, my God. Like, give yeah. us a minute. You know? Like, let's enjoy the moment. Let's listen. I have no explanation because I'm not that type of person. Uh, you know, I am the type of person that if someone gets engaged, 
I leave it at congratulations. I'm the type of person that, you know, actually, believe it or not, I just found out that someone passed away today, unfortunately. And I, my response was, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I left it at that. If people want to give you information, they'll follow it up with information. But right. I'm not, it's not, I'm not going to ask for it. It's not going to change my life regardless if I know or not. So if you're not going to tell me, I'm going to respect that and leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, especially uh, I feel like the cause of death is is often actually disclosed like in the obituary or it's not. And again, it's something of like, yeah, either they can choose to say or they could choose not to say. Like I've read obituaries that were like died, unfortunately, in a car crash or whatever it was. And then other ones, it's just like passed away on this date. Yeah. No, listen, I've been to I I've been to pretty sad wakes mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been to some that were younger people and, um, you know, they weren't close, close to us, but they were they were friends and of friends that you have to go pay your respects to. And I'll never forget that I went to one one time and I didn't know what the cause of death was, but they were young and um, I didn't need to know what the cause of death was. All I knew is that I I felt bad for the parents, the family. But when I went up to that casket, there was another family in front of me with children there also. And the father of the child came out. And this kind of took me a little bit because it's like I understand what he was doing but it kind of was like, oh boy. The father child said, look, look, don't do drugs because this is what happens. Don't do drugs. Oh. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, like I was taken back because he was hurting so bad that he was burying his child. And I guess his way of releasing it was telling the other children there mm. that were coming to pay their respects Look what happened to my child if you do drugs. Yeah. So he was, I felt like he was kind of giving them a lesson, but at the same time, it was his way of grieving. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. But it was his choice to relinquish what his child died of. Right, yeah. He didn't have to. Exactly. So, I, listen, everyone has their their prerogatives. Everyone has their feelings. Just just go with it. If it's not going to affect my life, whether I know or not, I'm going there to respect, and that's it. Yeah, and you can even call people out if, like, they can't take the hint of just being like, can you take a hint? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell you. Exactly. And, it, you know, I, I don't know how, who would who would keep going after that, but... Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm sorry for your friend's loss. Yes, and, um, I'm very sorry. Stay strong in there. And uh, thank you guys so much for emailing the podcast. If you guys want to send us an email, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. And if you have time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, it really helps the show. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Till next time. Bye.